In the last year, we've seen research that humor is now head and shoulders more important to listeners than anything else in the morning. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. One of the things that we've seen become more important uh, in the last year or so, what is your show or what are you as a personality doing beyond your show that makes a difference in the community? Brand With On Demand, Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the media morphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Pop quiz, what do Ryan Seacrest, Jimmy Kimmel, Kid Craddock, Danny Bonaducci, The Burt Show, Lex and Terry, Mark and Brian, along with previous Brand With On Demand guest Dave Ryan, Ace and TJ, Paul Castronovo and Free Beer and Hot Wings all have in common? Well, they've been directed and coached by Randy Lane. The Randy Lane Company has the mission of creating brand depth for radio stations by developing morning shows that generate ratings and revenue. In our show notes, you can see Randy's very impressive radio credentials, background, and track record that led him to become Billboard's Consultant of the Year for Adult Contemporary and Top 40. This time he shares some of those insights and a few predictions with us. Brand with On Demand is proud to welcome the very talented Randy Lane. Hey, Randy. Hello, Dave. Hello, Kipper. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, we are thrilled and wow. I mean, what a lineup of talent that you've coached. So I got to ask, what are some of the traits that you look for in determining who's going to be a future superstar and somebody that you'd recommend to a station? The first thing that I would look at in someone that is a potential future superstar is uh, authenticity. Authenticity, being real, is so important today. So can you be real on radio? You know, even before uh, the era of fake news and everything, we had had fallen celebrities and politicians and then all of the misinformation online and Photoshopping, et cetera. Uh, And so today people are really looking for someone that they can depend on who is real, uh, who will share their point of view. Uh, And that also means sharing your life experiences, sharing your stories, Mm -hmm. uh, having the uh, having the ability to be vulnerable from time to time. And, uh, you know, admit something that maybe you uh, didn't feel good about or something that you regret, uh, self-deprecating and just being relevant and relating to listeners. So I think authenticity would be one of the first things that I would look at. Mm-hmm. Randy, you worked with a mix of both national and local talent, both markets of all sizes. Well, the current economic realities and tech advances being what they are, where you can really broadcast from anywhere, uh, what do you believe is the viability of live and local talent today? You know, it's, that's a really interesting question. I see the, uh, the Jacobs Media Tech Survey every year, and one of the things that, uh, that Fred points out is that uh, local content has been growing in appeal over the last three or four years. And, uh, and then, you, on the other hand, we have this technology that's even been around for a while. I mean, you look at a show like Kevin and Bean, which is a highly successful show on K-Rock in L.A., and uh, for many years, 
Uh, Bean was in Seattle, then he was in New Orleans, and uh, most people didn't even know that. And I think with the technology today, uh, you certainly don't have to be in, in the market. I do think that local content is still important. In fact, we're seeing that during COVID, it's even become more appealing to listeners. Mm-hmm. But let's say that you hire uh, a talent and they stay in, you know, you're in uh, Phoenix and they want to stay in Kansas City. And uh, the the advantage of that is that maybe that person wants to stay in their hometown. Uh, the, I, I talk to a lot of general managers who say, well, you know, it works for me uh, if we if we don't have to move someone here and everything. And, uh, you know, you can still have a great show and be in different locations. Now, the key would be that that person still would want to stay on top of what's going on locally and certainly execute relevant local content on their show. But I think you're going to see that as a trend. I think you're going to see that a lot of a lot of uh, stations and companies will be able to get some marquee talent Mm -hmm. in situations maybe they didn't want to move there. You know, places like California and New York have an extremely high cost of living. And we're seeing, uh, yeah, we're seeing that in the uh, social media world now where they're hiring people and allowing them to, you know, to live where they want to. Right. Well, Randy, you recently had a post on your blog that talked about things that we can learn from the Super Bowl commercials. What are some of your key takeaways now? Well, it was interesting that we did see a lot of humorous uh, and quirky commercials. You know, I was referring to an article in uh, Ad Age magazine that was uh, that was out a couple of weeks ago, and the three areas that that they talked about that. Uh, that so far with all of the advertisers that they are aware of were going to include in their commercials were one, humor, uh, two, uh, in, in being inclusive, and three, personalization. And I think that is a, all three of those directly relate to talent on radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the things in, uh, in, in that first question that you asked me about you know, what we would look for in a future uh, superstar and uh, humor would certainly be one of those. Mm-hmm. Now, humor, of course, uh, has always been uh, important in one of those, att- <clears throat> pardon me, one of those attributes that, that uh, listeners are looking for in a morning show. But in the last year, uh, we've seen research from several different markets that humor is now head and shoulders more important to listeners than anything else in the morning yeah and so i think uh, i mean that that's a direct takeaway right now and the fact that the uh you know all of the turmoil that our country has been through uh in the last several months here people are really looking for relief and there's still a lot of uh raw uh nerves uh, going on out there and the second point of that of being inclusive and uh that that really gets there's a couple of ways to look at that of course uh diversity uh, would be one way in showing a, a lot of diverse people in their commercials. Mm-hmm. And we do look for, in radio shows now, for putting together a cast of people. It's always going, if we can find really talented people that reflect uh, the uh, the ethnic makeup of the market, number one. And then secondly, the way that that, uh, the way that connects to a radio personality is using very inclusive language uh, there's a there's a thing that came out of the comedy world called the U technique. 
several decades ago because uh, most comedians, their material is based on a lot of their life experiences. And so like they said, okay, well, how can we talk about ourselves and things are going on in our life without making it all about us? And so they came up with a U technique. And so if you'll notice a lot of, a lot of comedians will start stories or jokes like, you know how when you walk into a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know when your wife says, you know, and so right. the, uh, what's that? Right. Yeah. Well, the point is they're using the word you a lot more than I. And when you use the word you, your, your, uh, us, we, those kind, that kind of language, that that immediately includes people into your conversation. And so I think that's helped. Uh, uh, that being inclusive works on radio. And uh, and then personalization, it goes back to what I said a minute ago about sharing your life experiences, sharing your, your life stories. And one of the things uh, in regard to personalization that we've seen become more important uh, in the last year or so, and that is what is your show or what are you as a personality doing beyond your show that makes a difference in the community. You know, when you reference Kid Craddock a while back, Kid started a thing called Kids Kids. Yep. And then we have other shows uh, that, you know, that do work with children's hospitals or the, the Ronald McDonald House. And so I think uh, doing more in your community and, and doing something that you stand for as a personality brand has become more important today. Randy, you've also become known for the great work you do with stations developing online content, including podcasts. What advice would you give a host or a show that really wants to move in that direction, doing things not on the air? That has uh, that has become critical to the success of personalities and to radio shows in general. Now we have all of these platforms where that you can deepen and expand your brand. And I would, I would say that uh, anyone will go back to that question a second ago. Anyone who is wanting to get into radio wants to look at themselves, not just as a radio host or a radio personality, but as a media personality. Uh, for example, <clears throat> today it's become so important that you make your content available on demand 24-7. And, and uh, most of the shows that we coach should do that uh, in three different ways. One, they will have uh, bite-sized chunks in small nuggets or uh, you know what we would call best of moments on the show that uh, takes a little bit of time, but it's one of the highlights of the show that people can access online. And then secondly, making their entire show available online, encoded for, for a PPM, of course. And then the third thing that uh, we also recommend for a lot of shows and personalities to do is, like we're doing right now on this podcast, create a podcast that plays to your passion or to your interest. For example, uh, BJ Shea at KISW in Seattle has a a podcast on on wrestling. We we have another show uh, that does a podcast on on uh, on food, on cooking, and then there's a, there's a female host um, in the Midwest who does. And she's on a an adult contemporary radio station, and she does a podcast that's directed to moms. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, 
making your content available online. And then the other component of that is that we're seeing that people today not only want to hear radio shows, they want to see them. Hmm. And so video has become very, very important to, uh, to radio shows. In fact, uh, I think now that the percentage of time that in general is spent online watching videos is like 60% of the time right. that wow. people spend online is watching videos and that's going to continue to increase. And so sharpening your video skills, both for the show and then what you, some of the things you're doing in your personal life to help develop your character, uh, that is very important too. And so I think just being a multi-dimensional, a multi-platform personality is is really what you have to do today to be totally successful. So that kind of dovetails into one other question. We talked about video. We've talked about social. Do you see any other skill sets that t today's broadcasters should be doing to be ready to be prepared for tomorrow's challenges? I do. You know, there are a couple of things that I think uh, would be critical for a personality and, and developing skills that are going to keep you viable uh, tomorrow. One of those would be improv, improvisational skills. Mm. Uh, and particularly if you're going to be on a team show or on an ensemble cast show where you're interacting with more people, there's a couple of things that improv does. The central theme for, for improv uh, is yes and, where that somebody introduces a topic, you say yes to that topic, and then you add something, you contribute to that in moving that conversation forward. Right. And that's really what radio shows are doing, especially if it's a team show or a multicast show, is that each player, their role is to contribute, move the conversation forward. And the second component of that is being an active listener. Because if you are an active listener talking to your co-hosts, talking to callers, talking to guests, you're going to be a much better personality, a much better conversationalist if you are listening and then you're responding, you're asking more relevant questions. I'll bet you guys have heard uh, people doing interviews and they'll ask a question and, and then the, the the person just totally that doing the interview totally ignores that question looking at their next question just goes on to the next question right. and then then you're in a Q&A session and you're not uh, really listening and you miss a lot of opportunities for comebacks for questions yep. and just better responses one other thing that to me is really important, that would be endorsements. Really honing that skill, that is going to make you more valuable as a personality. And it's also going to bring in a lot more revenue uh, for the company mm -hmm. uh, as well. Yep. So I think that I think that's important. And you know, another another area that we put a lot of emphasis on is storytelling. Being a good storyteller is a master skill today. I mean, even though we as human beings have been wired for stories since the beginning of time, it is still one of the most important skills that you can have as a media personality. And some people are natural born storytellers, but not all of us. And one of the things that we do spend a lot of time in coaching talent is helping them, coaching them to become better storytellers, both in their personal stories 
and in the way they're delivering external stories, uh, you know, whether that's a good news story or trending stories or stupid news type stories, all of those are so important to being able to communicate and to connect with an audience. That, that's an area that we put a lot of emphasis on in our coaching today. Short on information and long on stories. There you go. Yep. We are with the great coach for broadcasters, Randy Lane. Hey, somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Just email us, show at brandwithondemand.com. And if you are finding this information helpful, please spread the word. Our mission to help you build smarter radio brands and then use all the bandwidth opportunities to make sure people hear them wherever they are. Coming up, Randy shares some opportunities that many may find hiding in plain sight. Hi, this is Dave from Music Master Scheduling, here with another Music Master raving fan. Hey, it's Molly Cruz. As someone overseeing two radio stations, WMYX and WXSS-FM here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, one thing that makes my life so much easier is Music Master and how we've been able to create super complex clocks with custom imaging, custom intros for songs, and we're able to auto-schedule all of that thanks to Music Master. Ready to become a Music Master raving fan? Get in touch at musicmaster.com sales. I love them. They're always there and willing to help. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. We are with the coach to the stars, the one and only Randy Lane. By the way, he was a gifted programmer, too. I know. I competed against the guy. He didn't hurt me too badly. Randy, (laughs) think about traditional broadcast radio. What's one opportunity that you see that may be hiding in plain sight? Well, before I answer that question, Dave, you and I met in Chicago in mm-hmm. the early 80s. Now, if I'm not mistaken, it was WCLR clear that you were programming at the time. And I was 101.9. Yeah, 101.9. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are great days. Well, there are actually two points to make with your question there. One is what I started on a few minutes ago. And what is not always obvious to a lot of management people and a lot of talent in radio is the importance of endorsements and live reads. Mm-hmm. Now, there are a lot of people that are doing them, and there are a lot of radio stations that are getting a premium rate for those. But we hear many live reads that are just simply read and not a lot of time and effort put into those. But the personalities who do a great job with that, who will go back to storytelling, who will turn that endorsement into a form of a story about that service or product who sometimes will interact uh, with a sponsor or even with a listener about that product, or at least will make that a conversation so that it sounds like part of the show. Mm -hmm. Those are the personalities that really move the needle with regard to endorsements. And I'm sure that uh, you and Kipper have seen a lot of research that uh, podcast hosts who do endorsements and live reads, they really make a big impact, much more than a produced commercial. And so that's an area I think that we really need to focus on our live endorsements. And the other one that maybe this is not obvious to a lot of people, 
But if you think about how music has become so accessible everywhere on our phone, and it's becoming more and more difficult for music radio stations to set themselves apart with music and promotions and that sort of thing. I believe that the future of radio is talent. And we see this all the time. When there are two country stations or two rock stations, two top 40 stations going head to head, you can duplicate music. And the station with the superior talent almost always wins. You bet. So I think that those are the two areas that I would point to that are not always obvious to everyone, but I think are right there in front of our face. Great stuff, Randy. You're right. Yep. Our thanks to the very talented Randy Lane. And, and by the way, in addition to being a great coach, he's also a really, really great program director. You'll find all kinds of things about Randy and the Randy Lane Company in the show notes. Scroll down on your phone. And coming up, a guy who's programmed his way through some major market radio stations, VH1. He was even David Letterman's boss on network TV. And now he's produced a movie. Hi, this is Jeff Rowe. And join me on the next episode of Brand With On Demand as we talk about media today, opportunities, and life beyond radio and innovation. The artist formerly known as Dallas Cole, Jeff Rowe, next. That's a wrap, Kipper. We're going to be talking about R and B, and we're not going to be talking about music. In the show notes, you'll find One Minute Martinizing. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wise.